Hello, welcome to Book Talk. At Book Talk, we get to have an author come and tell us about their book. And today we have an author with us that is going to talk to us about money. <laughs> Don't we all like money? And uh, if we have plenty of it, how about you, a millionaire or maybe a billionaire? So our guest today is going to talk to us about the nine money rules that millionaires use. And our guest is known as Joel Salomon. And I hope I got that right. You did, you did. Thank you, Anthony. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate you and I'm very honored to be here. Thank you so much. Yes, we are also honored to have you here as a guest. And uh, we believe that we are going to have a great time together. So to get us started, can we know who is Joel? Yeah, so first of all, I'm a very proud dad of two daughters, uh, Lauren and Morgan. Um, they have taught me unconditional love. So for me, that's the most important part of my life. And uh, in fact, my company name, Salor Moore, is named after my daughters, Lauren and Morgan. So it's S-A for the first two letters of my last name, then Lor, L-A-U-R, and then more, so Lore for Lauren and M-O-R for Morgan. So Sal, Lore, Moore. And uh, yeah, they make me proud every day. My oldest daughter is now 18. Lauren's going into Syracuse University in a couple of months. She just graduated from high school and she's an amazing singer and dancer and just a really caring, thoughtful, beautiful woman. Uh, I can say woman now, I guess she's 18. And uh, Morgan is 16 and she's, a really awesome, beautiful, caring, thoughtful person. And she plays tennis and squash. And uh, I think she's going to be a doctor someday. Mm, that's beautiful. Isn't it wonderful when you have a, a loving family? <laughs> I mean, we can always, we can all, already tell that you have a wonderful family with you. Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, I mean, friends, family, and experiences, I believe, are what are the most important parts of, of life. Mm. And yes, money's important, but if, and, and you need some to create some happiness in your life. But one of the nine money rules is can happiness buy you money? Not can money buy you happiness, can happiness buy you money? So I've learned a lot from my family, from my friends and the importance of happiness and joy in your life. And if you could just think about this, if you could be happy and joyous 24 seven, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, that's a rich life. Mm. That is abundant and prosperous life. And I believe if you could be joyous and happy all the time, then true abundance, financial abundance would come into your life. So, and then to answer your question a little bit more, Anthony, um, uh, have a long history in the financial industry. I started my career as an actuary. Some people know actuaries as calculating the premiums you have to pay for your life insurance, or health insurance, or auto motor insurance, or your, your home insurance. Um, I ask uh, people, what's the difference between an actuary and an accountant? And I'll, I'll tell you, an actuary looks at his feet when he talks to you. An account looks at your feet when they talk to you. Come that was a joke. <laughs> an actuary so, looks at your feet. 
as they talk to so you. An actuary looks at his feet when he talks to you, an oh, accountant okay. looks at your feet. So, and they say an accountant is an actuary with charisma. So okay. actuaries are, are the back office people. They tend to be behind the scenes, introverts, very introverted with the thick glasses. And, uh, but I'm not the typical actuary, but I did go through all the, all the exams, became a fellow of the Society of Actuaries and realized that wasn't my dream. Mm-hmm. And what I teach people now is you can truly live your true life of purpose and become abundant and prosperous. Mm-hmm. And so I had a dream to be a money manager, to be a hedge fund manager. And everyone told me it can't be done. Mm-hmm. It's impossible. You don't have an, a master's degree in finance or more. You don't have decades of experience money, managing money. But I had a dream. Mm-hmm. And I finally found somebody who gave me the route I took to get to be a professional money manager. Mm-hmm. So I took his route, sort of, and 15 years later, 16 years later, I'm actually managing money at Citigroup as a hedge fund manager, managing 150 million to start, then 300, and then 700 million dollars of Citigroup shareholders' money, and then a few years later, I'm managing my own hedge fund. I got laid off from Citigroup, and I say, from bad things come good things, and from terrible, awful things come amazing, great things. Mm-hmm. And yeah, at the time, I was very upset, you know, getting fired, getting laid off from a company, but that gave me the true kick in the butt to actually start my own fund, which was my true dream. And I did that for about almost four years. And I was living my dream life. And then I went to a personal development course and we could talk about it later, but two things happened there that changed my life, which got Mm -hmm. me to shut down my hedge fund to become a prosperity coach. Mm-hmm. And so I now call myself a prosperity coach and I teach people the key concepts behind how to change your money mindset from, I can't afford that. Money doesn't grow on trees. That's too expensive. That's yeah, at least yeah. how I grew up. <laughs> and uh, to thoughts of abundance and prosperity. And once I've taught them how to change their mindset, I teach them how to manifest real money and then invest that money. And I'm probably the only former hedge fund manager who teaches you spiritual laws about prosperity. That's that's good. And and it's good to have a dream and go after your dream. Uh, Although, as you explained to us, you go through some challenges which you eventually overcome and uh, you start with a mindset of success, but then you've got to maintain that uh, mindset to the end. That's what I believe. And at this point, I'm curious to know, uh, coming from where you've come from, talking about a happy family, a happy individual, someone who's gone to the high levels of uh, achievement, experience some challenges in life. What's your definition of success? That's a great question. Um, I say the, the definition of success is when you're feeling goodness in your heart that you've done well, you've done 
your purpose. So my view is success is when you're truly living your purpose. Mm -hmm. And it, it's the progressive realization of that purpose every day. So you're moving towards a goal. For me, uh, I have some people will look at my career and say you, you've achieved massive levels of a, of success. Mm -hmm. You know, I've I've written three books. You know, we're, we're we'll be talking more about the nine money rules millionaires use, only the unconventional ones. Yeah, uh, but I've written three books. I've managed uh, seven hundred million dollars at Citigroup. I made money in two thousand eight. When the stock market was down 40%, we were up a few percent. Mm -hmm. I, I tell people I effectively won the lottery in 2009 and I had my own hedge fund. And so people look at me and say, you're massively successful. And I'll say, I still haven't achieved in my mind, true success, which is achieving my true purpose in life, which is to help at least 100,000 people become financially free. And that's wonderful. That's great to help a hundred thousand you know many people uh, look uh, look at the idea of being successful as myself achieving all i can in my life for my own self now when you look at uh, uh, being successful or living your purpose as helping other people and in your case that huge number hundred thousand people to become financially successful or independent, if I may use that word. Yeah. That, that's, a, that's a worthy idea. And um, we wish you all the best in it. So you've written three books. Which was the first one? The first one was called Mindful Money Management. Mm -hmm. And Mindful Money Management is a memoir of my career as a hedge fund manager. Okay. And so I wanted to teach people the lessons I've, I learned as a former hedge fund manager. Mm -hmm. The second one? The second one is the nine money rules millionaires use, only the unconventional ones. And so in that book, we go through each of the nine money rules in detail that I learned as a hedge fund manager and throughout my life. And I wanted to give people the key concepts and processes they can use to become financially free. Beautiful. And since this is why we are here, let's get into it, in the, into your second book. Um, yeah. How did it come to be? What, what inspired you to write this book? Now, that's a great question, Anthony. So what happened was this second book, The Nine Money Rules Millionaires Use, was really the book I should have written first, mm -hmm. but I had fear. I had fear that the haters would come out and, and disparage me. And so I decided after the first book, there were people who didn't like the first book. I yeah. said, you know what? I, I've been teaching my daughters. It doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. It only matters what you think. Mm. And so it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. It only think it only matters what you think. And so I've been teaching this and I said, you know, I'm, I'm not practicing it. Mm -hmm. So let's write a book that I really want to write and just like open up the kimono, kimono and be completely open. And if people don't like it, fine. And there are some, a few pretty bad reviews and that's fine because no one's going to love you 
There's not 8 billion people on the planet. All 8 billion people are not going to love you. And so you just have to get over that and know that you're writing for a certain audience that needs your help. And that's how I was writing. So I, when I wrote my mindful money management, there were a few people who said to me, Joel, this is a great book, but it would be even better if you wrote a book on what specific techniques and rules people can implement to become a millionaire. Mm -hmm. And that's how the book came about. So it was feedback from mindful money management uh, in order. And that's why I wrote this book. And it was also because I realized I didn't tell the whole truth, nothing but the truth in my first book. And the second mm -hmm. book is what that's why I wrote the second book. So the second one is nothing but the truth. <laughs> I put it all out there. So there's some people will say there's some unusual mm -hmm. rules. For example, rule number nine is don't diversify. Mm -hmm. So John Kenneth Galbraith, who was a famous economist in the United States in the 1920s, said, put all your eggs in one basket. Put all your eggs in one basket, mm -hmm. but watch that basket very closely. Mm. Warren Buffett said that some of you may have heard of Warren Buffett. He's yeah. worth $150 billion mm -hmm. uh, today. He's 91 years old, CEO of Berkshire Hathaway. And he said if he could, he would put at least 50% of in his investments in one company. Mm-hmm. And his partner, Charlie Munger, who's chairman of Berkshire Hathaway, 98 years old, turning 99 in January, still chairman of Berkshire Hathaway, I think he's worth over $10 billion, said, if you know nothing, diversify. So, and I know as, as from my own experience as a former hedge fund manager, that my top five, four, five, six ideas generated more than 100% of the return every year. Mm. And the other 80, 90 made loss, on average lost me money. So mm. don't diversify is a controversial rule. Some of the spiritual rules I think are also quite controversial. One of them is can visualization make you money? Mm -hmm. Can you visualize your way to success? Tell us. And I say, and I say yes and take action. So I don't know any billionaires who just sit at home and meditate and visualize every day, mm -hmm. but they may get some inspired epiphanies while they do that and then go out and take some action. Mm -hmm. So I go through six specific steps, the right ways to visualize, you know, the pick a place, pick a time, pick the, uh, uh, amount of time you're going to do it for three to five minutes, write down a few dreams that you have. And then if you could picture yourself in the visualization, but the most important part of visualization is from Wayne Dyer's book, which is fulfilled where he says, make your future dream a present reality by assuming the feeling of the wish fulfilled, make mm -hmm. your future dream a present reality by assuming the feeling of the wish fulfilled. So if you could feel the feeling of the dream mm. before it's actually achieved. So 
you want a dream car, you want to be driving that blue convertible Maserati Gran Turismo on the Autobahn. Yeah. 120 um, miles per hour, 180 kilometers per hour. And, and you want to, you see yourself with the top down, you're so happy, you're smiling. And, uh, you know, if you could feel the feeling of the wind going through your hair, if you have more hair than I do, you know, and uh, you could feel the feeling of the happiness, the joy that created that experience, mm-hmm. then it comes really quickly. Mm. So visualization is one of the many powerful rules in the nine money rules. Okay, the nine money rules. Now, for those of you who are joining us now, we are covering the nine money rules millionaires use by Joel S. Solomon. And uh, it's been wonderful. All this while we've uh, touched on about three rules that are in the book. And uh, we've touched on happiness, we've touched on uh, visualizing, and uh, we also talked about not diversifying. Now, if you have a question with you, you'd like to forward to us, we will be glad to answer with the help of Joel Solomon, who's written this wonderful book. Now, I'm curious, uh, we got uh, where the idea of writing it came from. And what was the process, if you would be glad to let us know, what was the process of writing it? I mean, what, 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 where, how did you gather the material, uh, the, the uh, cases that you, case studies that you may present to us, uh, maybe one of your favorite, you let us know. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think a lot of it was in the Mindful Money Management, my first book, mm-hmm. but not saying, okay, this is a rule, apply it. So I had rule number one, my belief system. I really realized, I realized how important belief was to get me to become a hedge fund manager. And now as a prosperity coach, I teach my clients how important your belief is. And what do you believe about money? What do you believe about your business? Right. And if you are having massive doubt, it's really difficult for your dreams to come true. Mm-hmm. So rule number one is when you believe. Mm-hmm. And that and and so to answer your question more fully, a lot of the rules came from mindful money management. So they're already there. I just kind of package them into specific rules for the nine money rules millionaires use. Mm-hmm. In terms of research, I had, you know, for don't diversify, like I said, I, I, I went to different, uh, went to the internet and saw, looked for quotes from different people to see how, what their views are on diversification. I had my own views from my own experience. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the nine money rules are stories from my experience. And I go through, when I go through each of the rules, I tell a story. Gratitude, mm-hmm. for example, I talk about how grateful I am that Morgan, my youngest daughter, who's now 16, is, is alive because she had uh, a very difficult first nine months where we had to rush her to surgery. Mm-hmm. And there was some hours where we weren't sure about her being alive. And so... I realized how important gratitude is and having a practice of gratitude 
in your life. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of the research was really my experience, okay. my life experiences to mm-hmm. put into the book. Uh, I do have in there a DIY investing as rule number eight, mm-hmm. do it yourself. And I include my proprietary five-step stock screen. So people can use a very simple five steps to determine if a stock is a likely candidate to make you a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And what I teach my clients is that it's, you don't need a rock rocket science. You don't need an MBA in finance. You don't need a PhD. You know, also I believe we've all been taught a lie and this may be controversial, but you know, we're taught that you can't do it yourself that you have to give your money to somebody else. You don't have the time. You don't have the money. You know, you have to have a lot of money to have a professional, um, your own own uh, money management. You mm-hmm. can't do it yourself if you have a little bit of money. And it's it's all not true. And mm-hmm. I, I will tell you, the richest people I know do it themselves. Mm-hmm. And okay. and they started it. They made they became rich by starting their own business or investing their own money. And so anyway, a lot of the book is really my own personal experience and then researching, uh, you know, on the Internet, you know, seeing what other books were out there. For each book, I probably read 20 books in the genre, in in the specific genre. So my my last book, Infinite Love and Money, uh, that I co-wrote with Molly Singh, is a book about how to ensure that you don't get divorced because of money. Okay, it's important. And so we read each of us, you know, together we probably read 20 books about relationship and money. Mm-hmm. So it's finding out what else is out there and making sure we're not, you know, repeating everything that's out there. We want to have new ideas. We want people to have a new experience, a new view on money. And so that, that's how I went about researching and writing the book. And uh, uh, that's a very good answer. And I see that you've divided your book into two sections. Can you tell us why so? Yeah, so the first part, one, I will say, are the spiritual rules. And part two are the process-oriented rules. Mm-hmm. Right? So rule number one, we talked about when you believe. Rule number two is trust your intuition. Mm-hmm. Rule number three is, we talked about already, can happiness buy you money? Yeah. Rule number four, we talked about visualization. Mm-hmm. Rule number five is gratitude. And rule number six is giving, right? Mm-hmm. So all those rules are, I would say, spiritual rules of prosperity. And then the last three are more process-oriented rules, like the name of the chapter for part two is, where's your cash going? Right. But it's all about budgeting. And I know budgeting is like a four letter word to most people. Oh, I have to calculate, see where my money's going. But what I say is it's really hard. If you haven't planned, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Mm. Right. So it's good to know where is your money going and seeing if there are ways to cut back. I'm not I'm all about abundance and prosperity. I'm not really about cutting back. But it's you know, if you are wasting money then the universe knows that and mm-hmm. if you're if you're treating money with kindness and love then 
it's going to flow into your life as well. Mm -hmm. Right. So, so part two is process oriented. So rule number, you know, the rule number seven is budgeting rule number eight. We already talked about DIY investing and I go through my five step stock screen. And, uh, so rule number nine is don't diversify. And, and then I also talk about real estate and the seven steps, uh, a seven step real estate screen as well. So you can use that to decide if a property is a good investment. So I make it very simple, but the two parts are spiritual part process part. And I think you need both. I, again, I may be the only prosperity coach out there that teaches both. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I, I like, you can't just say, okay, I'm going to have a great mindset, but not know what to do with it. Mm -hmm. Right. You need to have some real life examples of investing so that you can then invest the money for abundance. Mm. And uh, thank you for that. Now you quoted uh, someone who's in real estate. That's Warren Buffett. You've uh, also uh, mentioned uh, uh, stocks and, um, for someone who may not be having an idea uh, of something that you mentioned in the beginning, which is called a hedge fund, does it include the, the, the stocks or what is exactly a hedge fund? Yeah. No, it's a good, good question, Anthony. So I, a hedge fund is just um, you're hedged, right? So you're betting some things are going to go up, other things are going to go down. So my hedge fund, I was betting some stocks were going to go up, other stocks were going to go down. And so the idea is if the stock market overall, most stocks are going down like they are today. We're in a bear market in the United States, meaning that the average stock is down 20% or more from their peak. Mm -hmm. But if most stocks are going down, the idea of the hedge fund is you can still make money, right? You can still, you know, because you're betting the stocks that are going to go down, you'll make money by betting stocks that are going to go down. Yeah. And the stocks that you're betting are going to go up, they'll go down, but hopefully they go down less than the ones you're betting that were going to go down. Mm. So it's, it's hedged. And so that's why it's called a hedge fund. So you're hedging your bets as it were. Oh, that, that's beautiful. So the hedge fund is still focusing on the stocks. Yeah. So my, my hedge fund was on stocks, but there are thousands, if not tens of thousands of hedge funds out there mm -hmm. and they could be, investing in bonds they can invest it in property they're already hedge funds for crypto mm -hmm. so you know they may there's thousands of diff different cryptocurrencies out there and there are funds that are betting that some of those cryptos are going up others are going down so they're hedged right so they're trying to make money on specific security selection okay that's uh, a good answer and at this point, I'll mention someone that uh, I'm always curious to know how he thinks or how he operates. And I guess you've uh, studied the, this man. I, I, I come and, and you tell us how, when you mention about not diversifying, you tell us how he operates because I'm, I'm perplexed when I see that he owns more than 400 companies. You know whom I'm talking about. Warren Buffett? No. No, it's called Richard Branson. <laughs> oh, Richard Branson. Okay. 
so also uh, I guess also Warren Buffett owns quite a number of companies. Oh, yeah, at least the four hundred. Yeah. So have you studied uh, Richard Branson in any way? I, I haven't. Um, I I've studied Warren Buffett and some other successful people like Bill Gates and and uh, Steve Jobs who started Apple uh, Microsoft and Apple respectively uh, but not so much Rich and Branson uh, doesn't really resonate with me a lot of the things he does and says so um you know I what what I say and I probably should have said that at the beginning of the show that whatever resonates take with you right I'm here yeah. to help mm -hmm. right and so that's that for me I'm, I'm all about that. So if things don't resonate with me, if I start watching or listening to somebody, it doesn't resonate, I go elsewhere. Yeah, exactly like that. And as you said uh, in the, uh, in the uh, beginning, like uh, we have some people who don't like what you write. That's, that's going to happen everywhere, every time. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they, so really there's, a great, uh, there's a great TEDx talk called Don't Take Things Personally. Mm -hmm. don't, don't take things personally. So it's a great one to watch because don't take it personally. It's, it's not about you. We think it's about ourselves, but everyone has their own point of view. Everyone has their own experiences. And so I say, I'm just here to help. And, and again, there's 8 billion people on the planet. If I could help 1 billion, that would be awesome. Mm. And I guess this is the reason why you, uh, put there what I would call a disclaimer that <laughs> the nine money rules millionaires use, <clears throat> these are the unconventional ones, be aware. Only, <laughs> only the unconventional ones, right? Yeah, be aware. And, and I actually talk about the fact that it's funny, it's called the nine money rules, but I, I'm not a rules guy. So mm -hmm. I'm, you know, if you tell me these last two years have been very difficult for me because, you know, here you know across the globe with the pandemic we were told we have to wear a mask we have to do this we have to do that i'm really bad with rules so even though this book is called the nine money rules again it's what resonates with you you don't have to do every single one to become a millionaire right mm -hmm. what resonates if giving resonates that may be the most powerful one for you then mm -hmm. give find a charity found find a person you know and and give if gratitude practice is the one for you, then you know write down five things you're grateful for every night, like I do, and write down why. You know, mm -hmm. if visualization is the practice. Now, I will tell you, I practice almost all of them every day, but mm -hmm. I, I'm not saying you need to do that, right? Mm -hmm. And when I teach my clients one-on-one -on -one or group courses or my membership, I say, look, I'm giving you a ton of content here. It doesn't mean you need like to me when you're white knuckling things like I got to do all these. I have to do all nine money rules. Otherwise else it doesn't work that way. Mm. Every I say everything with grace and ease. Mm. OK, and I'm curious to know at this point, because you mentioned about the last two years that have been tough. Uh, is there a connection between that time and uh, the writing of your book? Um, so this book came out actually in 2019. Okay. Uh, so it's been out. It's it was out before the pandemic. Uh, the last book uh, I mentioned already, Infinite Love and Money, mm -hmm. uh, with Molly Singh. We wrote during the pandemic, and okay. and so that one came out in May of 2021, and we started writing it in 2020. And we weren't together, by the way. Molly is was living in Atlanta, Georgia, and she moved 
to uh, La Jolla, California mm -hmm. recently. But while spoke, so anyway, we did this. We went online for an hour a week. We talked and then we wrote. And we wrote the book uh, independently, and then we sent it back to each other back and forth over the year, and and created this book on you know basically by talking to each other every week and then editing it and so everything you know so we didn't actually I think we met no we didn't meet at all during the writing of the book we okay. met from the book launch uh, May of 2021 I went to, down to Atlanta I'm in New York I went down to Atlanta. And we did the book book launch together, but we we hadn't we didn't meet each other during the pandemic. And that's very good to hear from you. And the reason I'm asking is that to let that listener know that you don't have to have excuses of the way things are going. You can always take the experience that you're going through and draw the good part of it and yeah. come out with something good. Absolutely. In fact, I was going to do a workshop in April of 2020 mm -hmm. and my co-facilitator and I had planned out it was a course based on the nine money rules okay. so it was it was a nine-week course uh, it's now called infinite peace and prosperity and it was a nine-week course and and we were going to do a workshop over a weekend and we plan. We were planning it all out, starting in December of 2019, January, February of 2020, and we were all ready to go and started the process of getting people. And then the world shut down, mm -hmm. and so we just went online. And we we started. Uh, I think the first week in April of 2020. It was a. We went to from a, a weekend workshop to a nine week course, and we just taught every week online for an hour and gave them homework and then they came back and and so the goal now is to get this to uh to actually do the workshop in 2022 okay and uh at this point let let us know because you've mentioned about your clients you mentioned about the courses uh because we are almost through with the episode but can we know everything that you do and whom you target so that the person listening can have an idea if they want to have you as their coach, if they want to take your course or something of this nature. Uh, yeah. So, so you can, thank you, Anthony, for that. So you can go to my website. It's salamore.com again, S A L A U R M O R.com named after my daughters, Lauren and Morgan. And all the information is there, but what I want to rule number six is giving. And I want to give away the money personality type survey that I've created. So you can, you can do the money personality type and figure out what we haven't really talked about in detail, but you can, you can figure out what your money personality type is. Uh, if you text, if I, I think it works globally, hopefully it works globally. If not, just um, you can sign up for my email list on my website as well. But uh, if you text to the number 66866-ILM for infinite love and money, ILM, 66866, you'll get the seven money personality type survey and, and you fill it out and you'll figure out what your money personality type is. Um, if that doesn't work, 
Just go to my website. There'll be a pop-up there. Put in your name and your email and you'll get it automatically. And then you'll also, of course, get on my list. I put out a weekly video every single week. It's free, a money tip. And I'll, I also give you updates of what I'm doing. So for example, on a week from today, on June 29th at 1 p.m. Eastern, that's 7 p.m. CET, I'm doing a free workshop called How to Shift Your Money Mindset. How to Shift Your Money Mindset, absolutely free, uh, 7 p.m. CET for about an hour. And it's, it's, we'll go through a lot of great tips on how to change your mindset. If you're feeling worry or scarcity or lack, we're going to change that in an hour. And so, so that's so, and then to answer your rest of your question. So I do one-on-one coaching, I do group courses and I have a membership. Um, the one-on-one coaching, you know, again, if you reach out to me, my email, if you want to email me directly, it's joel at salamore.com. Again, S-A-L-E-U-R-M-O-R.com. Uh, joel at salamore.com. Email me if you're interested in one-on-one coaching. And by the way, I give everyone one hour free. Anybody in the world? one an hour free and and things have shifted. I've had people in an hour. Somebody came to me in December 2019. We did an hour. She needed $6,000. She was uh, needed to fund her business and was was running out of money. And within three weeks, she had manifested $6,000. So things can happen. Crazy, awesome things can happen in an hour. So I, I give everybody one hour free. Uh, but one hour one-on-one coaching group courses and my membership is called the money miracles membership uh, you it's uh, solomore.com slash money dash miracles dash membership slash money dash miracles dash membership and it's only 59 dollars a month and we take you from wherever you are right now towards financial freedom as quickly as possible so it's a uh, it's a six month court six month membership uh, you can pay monthly over the year, $59 a month. It's a great community of people. And this is this is crazy. I, I, I it, it blows my mind. Uh, we started last September, so it's nine months old. We're over 600,000 US dollars in money manifestations. Just like I like I like just had just last week, somebody attended my biweekly question and answer. And he hadn't, he's been a member since September, not really active. And within 48 hours, $8,000. <laughs> I was like, what, how, what? He said, I don't know. It's came. So crazy things like that are happening in the membership, which is awesome. Um, you know, I'm hoping that that's my group, you know, to get to at least a hundred thousand financially free people. Okay. And to everyone who's listening, go to, the website that we've been given, salaumor.com, that's S-A-L-A-U-R-O-M-R-M-O-R.com. And uh, everything that Joel has talked about is there. You can yeah. connect with him. You can sign up for the courses. And There's also a lot of free stuff, too. Um, if you go into the programs uh, menu and drop down, there's like I have free affirmations. There's uh, free audio files. There's a lot of free stuff on the website. So if you peruse it, uh, you can find crazy awesome stuff on there. Mm. And thank you very much for your generosity. And uh, we believe that we are going to benefit from the courses and uh, the free stuff that you're offering there. So at this point, because at Book Talk, we always ask our guests, 
to leave us with a few words that we will always remember. This is your time. So here's my message. Rule number one is when you believe. So hashtag doubt the doubt. Hashtag doubt the doubt. Have faith in your dreams and desires. You came here to thrive, not just survive. And I truly believe that when you doubt your doubt, have faith in your dreams. Don't have faith in your doubt. Have faith in your dreams. You can live your true purpose, be prosperous, be abundant. And remember, I believe in you. Oh, <laughs> that's wonderful. That's great. Remember, I believe in you. Doubt your doubts. Have faith in your dream. Yes, and go and live your dream. So thank you very much, Joel. We are really honored to have had you in our episode. And we are grateful. We wish you great success in you reaching to 100,000 people, making them financially independent. And uh, to the listener, we wish that you have success. And for you to do so, go and get the nine money rules millionaires use and adopt those rules. This has been your host, Anthony Morore. And together with Joe, we are saying bye for now. Bye. Thank you. Bye.